Okay, so I have loved Maybelline since I became aware of it when I was, you know, probably 13, 14. I have used Maybelline for that long. And their new Lifter Plump Lip Gloss is absolutely insane. It is so fabulous. It gives me the perfect puffy pout. And one thing about me is I always have a lip on. Like I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth and I apply a lip. I'm I'm just that girl. I'm sorry. I have to. And I'm obsessed with this new Lifter Plump. Okay. Here's why. There's a little heat in it and it just makes your lips look so kissable, so perfect, so divine. I'm obsessed, quite frankly. Can you take the heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Costco. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show us how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. Way's new anti-frizz cream provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours plus heat protection up to 450 degrees. It helps reduce and repair split ends while quenching dry hair with intense hydration. You guys know I am frizz central and proud of it and proud of it, but I always need a little frizz help. I mean, seriously, like you should see my hair when I come out of the shower. I trust Way with my hair because their products actually work. I have been such a longtime fan and I think the fact that I have been using Way since oh god, I don't know, 4 or 5 years really really is a testament to how good their products work. So, I cannot wait to get stuck into this anti-frizz cream. I really think they made it for me. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to t h e o u a i.com and enter promo code MEETANKS for 15% off any product. That's t h e o u a i.com promo code MEETANKS. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to It's Me Tanks Almost Live exclusively on Radio Andy Channel 102. We're taping this show a little early, so I'm going to be doing one of my favorite things, answering your voicemails. I love that. And you know what? Sometimes people don't want to call in and they want to leave a voicemail. By the way, if you are one of those people, you don't know if you want to wait on the phone, you want to, you know, leave a leave a message instead, you can leave me a voicemail at 866-993-8267. Or you can always email me, it's me tanks at SiriusXM.com. Before I start, I I want to hit you guys with a new, it's not a theory. Well, maybe it's a theory. It's a baby theory. I was talking to Chloe um, and, and she said, she reminded me of something 
that I had said, don't you guys love that when someone reminds you of something smart you said in the past and you don't even remember and you're like, huh, I did say that. <laughs> I I was like, I must have been consoling one of our other friends or something because she said a while back you said, whenever you get really clowned by a guy, like, you know, he ghosts you or some, you know, some other shit happens. He's, you know, it doesn't work out and you're really butthurt about it. Usually a good experience is right around the corner with a guy. And it's true. And it's true. A lot of the time in my life, I've found that like, if you get really clowned by some dude, the next guy you date is like awesome, or you have a really good experience. So I hope that gives hope to someone out there who just had like a really annoying bad date or just got ghosted. It's always just around the corner because that's how life is, right? In the Netflix show of your life, you know, you go through go a bad date, good date, bad date, good date, and then a lot of mediocre dates in between. So that's my dating uh, wisdom for the day. All right, let's take a listen to the first voicemail. Hey, this message is for Kate. This is Caitlin. Um, crazy story that I need some advice with because I just don't know what to do. Um, my husband's family situation has been tumultuous for quite some time. Um, recently, we have allowed his brother to stay with us after getting kicked out of their parents' house. Mind you, he is in his 30s, um, not happy about it, has a carefree lifestyle, kind of does what he wants, um, but I was putting up with it, and I work from home every other week, so dealing with that, um, been quite a challenge and just biting my tongue and talking to my husband and letting him know it's frustrating and I have to deal with it and if we could get an idea of a timeline and he's leaving so he's not too comfortable however that came to a head over the weekend um some smart comment was made and regarding our cat who is injured um, and I completely lost it and flew off the handle and said really horrible things. But then he started saying horrible things back to me, got super messy, told him he had to leave. Now it's blown up. Um, my husband's in the middle. They're not talking to me. Try to talk to my mother-in-law. And I'm now like the common enemy for them. So... It's a huge mess. Um, haven't even fully talked it out just because I exerted so much emotion and just like completely lost it that I can't even fully regroup yet. But any wide words, wise words or advice would be greatly appreciated. Thanks. Hi. Okay. So this, I'm really sorry. This sounds like a very stressful, awful situation. And I don't blame you. I really don't blame you for blowing up. I probably would have too. There's only so much that someone can take. It's your house and it's not nice to feel like someone is freeloading. And it's really not nice to feel like your husband isn't on your team. And that's really where I want to start is that you and your husband are a family. You are partners. It's your house together. And you guys have got to be great with each other, first of all. And I don't like that your husband didn't advocate for you or 
listen to you or really even beyond that, just be mindful of how you might feel if his brother came to stay. I mean, look, first of all, I'm thinking, why did the brother get kicked out of the parents' house? Like that's, you know, a little, you know, question to begin with. Um, I wish that, you know, you and your husband had decided on an amount of time for the brother to stay because that's a boundary and it's a healthy boundary. I also wish that your husband and you had discussed some ground rules before uh, before the brother came to stay. Listen, house guests are tough and family's tough. You add those two together and then you're working from home. It's a combination. It's a recipe for disaster. I really, really get it. But listen, I hate that your husband isn't speaking to you. I think that's outrageous. I think that that's not like that's not any way to treat his partner, you. Here's what I would do. I would sit your husband down and say, listen, babe, this is out of control. We're a partnership. We are married and we need to. And you can say, I'm sorry that I said those things to your brother. I was pushed to my limit. And, you know, what he said really triggered me. And I have been building this resentment and, you know, it wasn't right what I said, but I, we've got to work through this because this not speaking to each other is absurd. Um, and hopefully he says, yeah, you're right. And then, you know, you can figure it out and, and work through that. And I think it's important that the brother leaves if he hasn't already, it's your house, it's your house. And you're the one who's working at home. And it's just, it's too much. Obviously, clearly it's too much. I hate that the, the, your mother-in-law didn't talk to you either. I mean, this is really not nice behavior because it feels like their side of the family is really icing you out, which is no way to uh, resolve conflict. And it's just not mature. It's just not mature. You're an adult woman. You're not a baby who's done something wrong. Um, and in the future, you've got to set those boundaries. And this is so hard for women to do. This is what I always talk about, you guys. I always say we're like rubber bands, right? We're like, oh, yeah, your brother can stay. Oh, yeah, he can sit on the couch for eight hours a day. Oh, yeah, he can eat the food that I bought and prepared and not clean up and leave a mess in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll take it on. I'll take it on. I'll take it on. And then boom, we snap. Right? And with good reason. That's why boundaries are important. And boundaries seem like such a defensive, like negative word. They're not. Boundaries have set me free more times in my life than I can tell you guys. What a boundary looks like is, yeah, your brother can stay, but uh, he can stay for a week and he's going to need to uh, walk the dog and, uh, you know, cook dinner one night and, and that's it. Or like whatever, setting those boundaries. Or yeah, he can stay, but when I'm working at home, he needs to be out of the house. That's fair. That's more than fair. You're doing him a favor. Now, I get it. It's family. It's different. but it kind of sounds like this guy's a little bit of a freeloader. I'm saying that because you said he got kicked out of his parents' house. He's in his 30s. It's like, well, does he have a job? Like, what's going on here? Like, we need to see some mobility. Uh, and he was disrespectful to you in your own home. And I don't like that. So I would tread lightly with your husband, but really, really make him see. Be, and also stay in the like I feel don't be accusing him of any stuff in the in the initial talk because then he'll get defensive and it won't work but just be like I was very hurt 
that you sided with your brother over me. I was very hurt that you didn't see that I was being pushed to my limit. I was very hurt that you didn't, you know, you didn't advocate for our house and our household and our home and and that you kind of dumped that all on me. You're well within your rights to say that. I'm so sorry, my girl. That sounds really, really awful. I'm sure you're stressed out to no end. And um, and I really hope that you can you can just get the the fairness that you deserve out of this situation because it sounds incredibly unfair. And I'm sorry. Oh, that is a tricky one. You guys, boundaries are so important. And especially with family, I really, really was able to change the complete dynamic of I don't want to toot my own horn, but my whole family when I started enforcing boundaries, you know, you think that you should have no boundaries with your family and like they're your blood and you do whatever for them. And of course you do. But especially as we enter adulthood, it's so crucial to say, um, I actually can't be on the phone with you for two hours to talk about this other family member. Mm, I actually can't do that for you. I have a job of my own now, blah, 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 whatever it is. You're not selfish for setting boundaries. You're simply putting on your oxygen mask first. That's like a therapy, like visualization is like you have to, you know, on the plane, they say put on your oxygen mask first. That's all it is. All right, let's take another voicemail. This is Paige from Canada. Um, I'm just calling because I have been feeling in kind of a slump. I got out of a relationship two and a half years ago, and I, it was a very serious relationship, and it was, like, very devastating and heartbreaking at the time, and I'm like, I want a year to be single, and this felt like a big thing for me, because I had not been single in, like, years, and a year of being single went by, and I'm like, okay, I'm ready, I'm ready for the next relationship, and then here I am, it's now been two and a half years since that relationship ended, and I'm still single and struggling um, to find someone. It feels like a lot of my friends and people I know that go through a breakup, they will be single for a year, which is healthy and good. And they'll find someone, like, after that year. Like, my cousin just found someone after a year. Like, everyone. And, and I'm, it's kind of coming to that point where I have two single friends left. So I feel like not to stress yet. But I don't know. I feel like I just... I'm getting very down about not finding someone, and I just ended it with a guy that I thought maybe yesterday because I wasn't getting the effort I needed out of it. So it's just, I'm feeling now back to square one. So I was just wondering if you had any tips to not feel down about it and not get, um, not to lose, not to get discouraged by <laughs> being single for so long and not being able to find someone because sometimes I feel desperate for saying I want someone and I don't know I'm just feeling very down and would like your thoughts and advice thank you for everything bye hi Paige okay so I totally hear you couple thoughts first of all I would be remiss not to say comparison is the thief of joy just because someone met someone after a year and your you know your cousin met someone you know that's all comparison, even though it might not feel like it in the moment. And as we know, comparison is the thief of joy. So I want you to completely rid yourself of any comparison with your friends, your family members, your peers, whatever. This is your life. You're the main character of your life. This is your story. And that's all you need to focus on. Okay, second, timing. Okay, timing is so interesting because we 
create these timelines in our heads. Oh, I want to be single for a year. Well, wouldn't that be nice if we could all just say, I want to be single for exactly one year and then find the love of my life. Doesn't work that way. I'm sorry. It doesn't. There is no timeline for meeting someone. And you can't, I really believe that women can't just like turn it on and just be like, oh, now I'm ready. I want to meet someone. I mean, you can, you can be ready. Like, I think that's great. And you can be excited to, for that person to come into your life, but you can't just snap your fingers and say, I want it now. That's not just, that's not how the world works. I wish it was, but it's not. But here's the thing. We can actually turn that into a positive and shift our mindsets because it's like, there is actually nothing you can do to rush timing. So the more you focus on it, the more agitated, upset, and down in the dumps you're going to feel as I hear in your voice and as you're saying in this voicemail, like you're, you're in a bad mood. Why? Because you had created this timeline for yourself and it didn't fall into place. And that's why I think it's so dangerous for us to make these timelines, right? It, that's why it's so dangerous for us to say, I want to be married by the time I'm 29, or I want to have a promotion by the time I'm 23, or I want to have four kids by the time I'm 35. Like, yes. Some planning is good, but overall, we can't rush timing. We can't, you just, you can't, you can't. And actually, I think it's these timelines that cause so many women to settle and to rush into things and to say, oh, it doesn't matter about these massive red flags I see with this dude. Let me just marry him because I need to get married within a year or whatever. That's what causes over 50% of, over, hello, over 50% of marriages to end in divorce. I mean, not the whole reason, but you, you get where I'm going with this. You can't, you just, you have to fall in love with the mystery. And I know that it can be frustrating. And I know you're like, where is he? But do you want to look back and say, like, let, let, me, let me do an exercise with you. I've done this before. If I told you in a year from now, you are going to be engaged to the love of your life. Everything's going to be great. You are going to be happy. You are going to be obsessed with him. And just huge ring on your finger. All the, all the good things. How would you want to spend the next year? You would, you would kick back. You'd say, oh, nothing to worry about. I'm relaxed. I'm going to go have fun with my friends. I'm going to take that trip with my sister. I'm going to, I'm going to go spend time with my parents. I'm going to... Tr- bust my ass at work because I want that I want that extra promotion or whatever and that's how everyone should act I'm serious you guys I know it sounds woo-woo and I know you're thinking well if I'm not engaged in a year tanks I'm gonna come back and you know beat your ass like no that's how you should act like that's like the core of manifesting that's like the core of of understanding that everything is for you you, you don't know what's in store for you. Like you might meet your, the love of your life in, I don't know, six months. And he might tell you like, oh yeah, six months ago I was like, you know, in a weird relationship and like, you know, I was closing that out and whatever. And then you're going to say, ah, oh, see, that's why I didn't meet him then. Cause he was in something. And I know it can feel like you don't have any control over anything. And it's just like all up in the air. But you do have control over a lot. And that's how you spend your time now. You're never going to get back this year. You're never going to get back this day. And you can be excited to meet the person, but also ground yourself in gratitude and appreciation for the moment that you're in. I, I really promise you, the more you focus on yourself and your friends and your family and your job, the easier that drop in will be. Someone's going to drop in and it will be like nothing. 
it's not going to be from you searching under every rock in Canada to find this dude. It's not. It's going to be you turn around one day and there he is. And I promise you, the more you focus on you, the sooner and the easier that will happen. And I, I just want you to enjoy this special time in your life because you're never going to get it back. I know, I know it can be frustrating, but, but just focus on yourself, focus on your friends, focus on your family. And he'll be here in no time. <laughs> I love you. Okay, let's take another voicemail. Hey, Tinks. My name is Nicole. I'm from New York. For context, I'm in my late 20s. Uh, I've been listening to your podcast for quite a while now. I'm almost, you know, to the day and to the hour that you put out your episodes. I'm here and I'm listening mainly on my, my, uh, my gym, Rich Mom Walks, <laughs> on the treadmill at the end of my workouts. But um, I love listening to every single episode for the last few years now. Anywho, my, uh, my question, a little bit of advice. I happen to have some friends that I think are just, to be completely honest, at a different point in their lives, and we have, we're starting to, you know, have different views on certain things. Um, not that this is that big of an ordeal, but I just find that I have a particular friend who tends to make things very naively about her quite often. She has a huge heart and is just one of the sweetest people I know. Um, but you had mentioned in the last episode about somebody planning their own birthday as opposed to it relying on a friend. And I couldn't agree more with that. Um, you know, she posts a lot about herself on social media. But meanwhile, in reality, she, she's not that vain. Um, just any advice on how to not be bothered by this, especially when it's your best friend and you don't want it to ruin your relationship in the long run. Um, so yeah, any advice would be great. And I hope you have a great rest of your week. All right. Bye. Hi, thank you so much for being a longtime listener. And I'm glad you left a voicemail. Yeah, I think it's interesting when you feel those tectonic plates of friendship shift. And sometimes things come to the surface in a person that never bothered you before. But maybe you're in a different place in your life, or, you know, they change and all of a sudden, there's this thing and you're like, that's really irking me. I haven't talked about fatal flaw friend theory in a while, so I'm just going to surface it again. It, guys, if you don't know what that is, it's my uh, one of my little theories about friendship. So the theory says that every close friend you have, ever, I mean, everybody has flaws, right? But every close friend you have has probably one glaring flaw. Like one of my friends growing up was a one-upper. Like everything I said you know, I was like, oh, uh, you know, oh, I got a, I got an A. And she'd be like, oh, I got an A plus. Or like, oh, I got an A plus last week or whatever. That's a silly example. But it was just like always with the one-upping. And finally, I was like bitching about it to my mom one day. And my mom was like, she's always going to be that way. And I was like, what? And my mom was like, she's always going to be that way. That's her personality. So you have to decide if you want to be her friend and you're just going to accept it or you're going to be less close with her. And I was like, huh, that's super interesting. And that was sort of the seedling of this theory. Because, listen, everybody, like I have one friend who's moody, one really close to my friends who's moody. I have one friend who can't deal when the plans change. And it's like, that's their fatal flaw. But I accept, accept them because it's like a tax write-off. It's like, if, if you accept the flaw, you can't bitch about it. And anytime the friend does anything related to the flaw, you have to just go, oh, that's them. 
If it's a different issue, then you can gripe about it, whatever. Uh, And I've had instances, I'm thinking about a friend I used to have in my 20s, and uh, she was so self-centered, it it was insane. It was, you know, at the beginning, we were just kind of like party friends in it, and then we got closer, and I got to know her more. And she would talk about herself one time, I timed her because I was like, I was like, I feel like I'm going out of my mind. I timed how long she spoke about herself. She went for 40 minutes just about herself to me. We were just having coffee and I tried to get it. I I was like, okay, I got to go back to work or something. She goes, no, 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 no. I need more time with you. I need more time with you. I'm not kidding. And, and I decided in that moment, I, you are not like a, you are not a tier one friend. You're a tier two friend. And sometimes people are like, really get at me on this on TikTok. They're like, that's really clinical to think of your friends in tears. I don't think it is. We have a finite amount of energy to give in the, war- in the day. We have a finite amount of, of energy to have friends. That's true that, you know, they've proven you can only have like, what, f- eight close friends at a time. And if something is bothering you to the degree where it's like, it's, you can't be a good friend to them or it's just bugging you so much you can't be close to them, then you have to demote them. And that's not a conversation. You're not going to sit her down and say that. You're just going to do a little less stuff with her. And that's okay. Okay. That's okay. That's just changing friendships. That's just how it goes. I just did an episode on this in the last couple of weeks about, you know, friendships changing and shit happens. That's okay. So I guess to bring it back to you, I, I would, you know, really ask yourself, like, is, does this bother me enough to, to loosen the, loosen the friendship a little bit, you know, just do a little, you know, say no, you know, every other time when she has to hang or mute her on Instagram, whatever it is, because you're going to drive yourself crazy and time is limited. Energy is limited. So if this friendship isn't serving you anymore, it's okay. You're not a bad person. Things change. People change. Shit changes. Um, thanks again for being a longtime listener. Uh, I love you. And I hope that I hope this resolves in a in a neutral and peaceful way for you. Costa Rica was such a transformative trip for me, you guys. I stayed in an Airbnb with all of my best friends. And as you've been hearing me talk about it on the pod, you know that it was just the best trip of my life. We all stayed in this gorgeous Airbnb. It overlooked the ocean. It was in the mountains and it was actually big enough to hold all 10 of us. I am obsessed with Airbnb as a side hustle because you can just be helping to pay for your vacation while you're literally on your vacation. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are many people who've never thought about it or didn't realize their space could even be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and is a great way to earn some extra money. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So I have three best friends getting married this year, and they are all telling me constantly how much work it is. I mean, it is a serious undergoing to plan a wedding. It can be very stressful. There's so many elements, and you want to try and enjoy yourself. 
With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From free planning tools like a customizable checklist and website to a venue and vendor discovery tool that matches with your dream team. Everything on Zola is designed to make your wedding journey as easy as possible. So I know that a couple of my friends are actually using Zola this year, and I know that because I've spoken to them about it, and they've said how easy it is and how it's all streamlined and in one place. And I've even bought gifts off of Zola wedding registries, and I love that. The Virgo in me is obsessed with all the lists and how organized it is. Chef's kiss, Zola. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Rich, full love exists within all of us. We all contain multitudes and layers of beautiful love, and wearing a locket can help symbolize that. Pandora is bringing back a beloved and iconic piece of jewelry, the locket. No matter what you choose to keep inside it, you can always keep it close to your heart. Plus, inside the locket is the engraved message, today, tomorrow, always, to remind you that love is in everything you do. The back is blank for your own engraving. Pandora's new infinity chain design also makes the perfect partner for the new locket dangle charms. Each link on the chain is shaped like a slightly twisted infinity loop, symbolizing everlasting love. Don't forget, Pandora offers so much more than just charms. You can shop rings, necklaces, earrings, and bracelets too. At Pandora, you'll find jewelry perfect for any style with each piece expertly crafted and hand-finished in genuine metals. Shop now at a store near you or online at pandora.net. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can. And Pretty Litter ships free right to my door in a small, lightweight bag. You guys know I'm obsessed with my cats Miso and Viche, and I want the best for them, but I also want the best for my bathroom. I don't want it to smell, and I don't want a big mess. That's why Pretty Litter is so incredible, and I love that I can track their health just so simply with the Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash itsmetinks and use code itsmetinks to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash itsmetinks, code itsmetinks to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash itsmetinks, code itsmetinks. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Have you heard about Roback Activewear? Well, let me introduce you. You may have seen that subtle dog logo on your man's polos, hoodies, or Q-zips, but now Roback is growing their women's line. They strive for the best fit and best feel. I am so glad that Roback is now doing women's wear as well because they really have it down when it comes to super soft athletic wear that is just the cutest ever and so, so, so comfortable. You know me. I'm all about comfort. I'm all about feeling cozy while on the go, and I am always on the go. So go Roback. We love that you're in women's wear now. It's 2024. The spring's coming, and ladies, it's time to check out Roback for yourself. So use the code TINKS on Roback.com for a a generous 20% off your first order for all hoodies, joggers, skorts, and more. That's spelled R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com. That's 20% off with the code TINKS. Let's take another voicemail. Hi, TINKS. This is Hannah from San Francisco. I was calling for advice on a guy. I had a best friend in high school and college, and in college there was kind of something between us. And there were a couple of nights where something happened, but we both agreed 
we were too good of friends to date. Um, and then end of college, he started dating a girl who knew there was something between us and told him he had to not be friends with me. Um, and he did, and it broke my heart, and I consider him my first heartbreak. And now it's four years later, and they are broken up, and he's been living out of state, and he's actually moving to San Francisco as well. Um, and we've been getting together again, hanging out. We've gone on three not-date dates um, this week, and we're going out again tomorrow. And I just want to know, should I hold it against him for him choosing the girlfriend at the time over our friendship? Or is everything happening for a reason? Is he coming back around because now is the right time? I just need advice. Hey, love you, thanks. Love your show. Hi. Oh, my gosh. I love you so much. And this is such an interesting question and such a great dilemma. I mean, I'm sorry that it's you're having this dilemma, but I really have never looked at it from this angle. And it's so funny because I was just talking to my friend about girls who mandate that guys can't be friends with their best girlfriends. I'm going to think through this on air, so bear with me, you guys. But my initial reaction when I was talking to my friend and also when I'm hearing your story is like, I do take umbrage such a good word I do take umbrage with the fact that he with this girl said you know you it's zero contact like I am the first to admit that the balance of friendship between a hetero uh you know a uh cis het male female friendship has to change when one person gets into a relationship. I talk about that all the time. It's not appropriate to be as close as you were. But to fully ask someone to cut out their best friend is like, to me, that's, you know, you aside, like if I could talk to the other girl that made him do this, I'd be like, sweetie, you're setting yourself up for disaster. Like any relationship with rules like that, I I don't like. I don't know. I just I feel like it should be you should trust your boyfriend and he should trust you. And and no, I'm not saying that she should allow you guys to like like braid each other's hair and go to the movies together. But like, I don't know. Cutting someone out entirely is really, really a big ask. And and I I would be hurt too, like on your part. I would be hurt too that he said, "Yeah, I'm going to completely cut out this person who is like a major friend to me and and a, you know, you have all this history like I I'm thinking about my best guy friend and if he's dated someone who said that we couldn't be friends, I would be devastated. I would be I would I don't know if I could ever forgive him. Actually, I say that, but like even if he went off and dated someone for four years and then came back and was like, I'm sorry, um, I would probably take him back because like I, I forgive people very easily. So just being honest there, but like I would be heartbroken. I totally understand why you you say it's your first heartbreak. That's awful. That's so I just I can't imagine how sad you felt. And I'm so sorry for that. But you know what I'm going to say? Men always come back or their lives get worse. Uh, it's true. So now do you hold it against him? Ah, you know how I feel about this. Like resentment gives you wrinkles. It makes you ugly. You know, we don't need that energy in our lives. Um, but yeah, I'm. that's actually my answer. Life's too short. He's back in your life for a reason, obviously. You don't know what that is yet. Maybe you're going to be best friends again. Maybe something more is happening. But open yourself up to the possibility. I believe in forgiving people. I believe in moving on. And like, what are you going to do? Like, chew him out? 
if you if you forgive him you forgive him and it sounds like you're I can hear the I can hear the joy and I can hear you smile when you talk about him and that to me is like that's enough just have fun see where it goes I really really hope you guys end up together because that would be so sweet and so lovely so please call me back and update me in a couple months um I love you lots and I miss San Francisco yeah, the best guy friend. That is a tricky, tricky thing, you guys. I still have to make the episode about um, when I fell in love and slept with my best guy friend and, you know, did that whole messy thing. But I don't feel like it's super respectful to do while I have a boyfriend, if I'm honest. But I don't know. Like, see, even that, it's like tricky, right? Like, it's my job to talk about my relationships in my past and whatever, but, you know, out of respect for my boyfriend. And I'm still super close with my friend, you know, and, and and my boyfriend's really cool about it, which I love. And I love like that makes me like my boyfriend more that he he doesn't he doesn't balk when I hang with my my best friend or when my best friend comes around. And like, obviously, there's nothing between us anymore. But like, I understand that there's a little could be a little ish, but he's very secure, which is so nice. That's how you have to be in a relationship. I really believe that. Like, it's the same thing when you guys ask about like strip clubs and stuff. I I don't want to tempt fate. I don't I don't want to, you know, be a pick me girl at all. But like, I truly do not care at all if my boyfriend goes to a strip club, like at all. It just doesn't bother me. Like, I, I don't know. It's it's it never would. It's not just this boyfriend. And look, look, I got cheated on in whatever two years ago really badly. But like, it still doesn't bother me. I don't know. It, it to me, it's like it's more of a thing that guys do like as a fun joke together. It's not like that's sexual. I, I don't know. I would love to have a bigger conversation about this. We have to do we have to circle back on this um, and, and definitely write in and tell me your thoughts or leave me a voicemail or an email about this. But it doesn't bother me. And by the same token, it wouldn't bother my boyfriend if I, if I, I don't know what the equivalent is. If I, if I got a male stripper at a bachelorette party or if I went to like a Chippendale show in Vegas, like he wouldn't care. I, I don't even think he cares if I like, this is dangerous territory, but like if I was like flirting with a bartender or something like that, he wouldn't care. It's just like, that's one thing that I really value about my current relationship is like a high level of trust which is really important, especially if you're long distance. Enough about me. Let's take another voicemail. Hey, Tinks. This is Lily calling from New York. Um, Just wanted to say I adore you and adore your show and everything you preach. So thank you for being you. The question that I had today was I am debating between living alone for the first time and living with roommates again um, in the coming year. For the longest time, I've just romanticized the idea of living alone, having my own private space, um, and just being able to decorate and live um, and have my, like, cozy little corner in New York um, the way that I want to. That being said, I've heard you um, talk about, you know, the best years of your life living with your friends out in the marina um, and, like, really enjoying those moments of girl time, friendship time. Um, And two of my really good friends are moving to the city this year, and it would be really great to live with them. And now I'm just kind of conflicted, and I've weighed the pros and cons, but it feels like such an emotional decision that I would love to hear what um, factors that you would consider if making a decision like this or advice you would give to your um, 22-year-old self, which is the age I am right now, if you could think back to that time. So. 
Thanks so much. I appreciate it. And I hope you're able to answer my question. Bye. Hi, Lily. I'm so glad you said your age right at the end. I was like, gosh, I wonder how old she is. Without a doubt, live with those girls. Live with those girls. Oh my gosh. It is going to be the most fun year of your life. And and tell them, level set with them. Be like, guys, I cannot wait to live with you. Big chance I live alone after because it's always something I've wanted to do. But I, I just, I want to live with you for this year. You are going to have the best year of your life. You are going to make memories. You guys are going to stay up all night together. You're going to wake up on Sundays and walk to brunch. You're going to, you're in your first snowstorm together. You're going to show them the ropes living in New York. It's, I literally would give anything to go back in time to that time in my life. And here's the thing that I really believe. I don't think that like once you live alone, you can never go back. So you have to be ready because once you live alone, it's like you cross over and it just, it's really, really hard to go back. You're so young. Please live with your roommates. Please live with them for a couple years. You have your entire life to have a cozy, neat apartment by yourself. And I'm not saying that shit isn't important. And like, make sure that you agree on an apartment that where you can have your room be your sanctuary and, and you know, it's calm and whatever. I get that New York is a lot and you want to have that peace, but you will, you'll never get this time back with your with you you will never have a bond like the bond of female roommates is like crack it's like sex it's like I I just I can't emphasize enough how much I want that for every single one of my listeners that bond of like waking up in the morning and like laughing hysterically at absolutely nothing or getting coffee together or like hauling ass through Midtown, going to Bed Bath & Beyond and like picking out weird shit for your apartment. Those are such formative, important memories and things to do. And New York is a city where you need that family. You need that uh you need that like built the the family that you choose and construct. It's like very very specific to New York also. I mean, I want everyone to have roommates everywhere, but like in New York it can be tough and and like Ugh, it's just, I I really want you to live with them and make the most of it. Please take so many pictures. And at the end of the time you live with them, make a scrapbook or, you know, whatever. Do just, the only regret I have is not chronicling my time there more, like not taking even more pictures and videos and like writing things down that they're, that are funny. Like now in my phone, I keep a list of like, everything that's fun like I for every friend this is psycho but this is what I do you guys I have a like it'll say Lauren funny and then I like write them out and it's like when we got kicked out of the place in Paris for doing this this and that and like you would be surprised you're like well I would never forget that that's like one of my funniest things in a year sometimes you don't even fucking sometimes I look back at the list and I don't even know what I'm talking about it's scary please take pictures of everything do everything together um cry together take pictures together make little routines. Oh my God. That's my other thing is like make little rituals. Like maybe every month you guys take yourselves out to a fancy dinner or maybe every Monday you get up really early and you go for a rich mom walk. Like me. Okay. When I lived in New York and I didn't have roommates cause I, I moved into my parents' place when I was in grad school. Um, and, but I would lived really close to Haley and Molly and V and we would get up super early and we'd go walk in, you know, in New York and, uh, get a coffee at this one place and it was like the best start to our day and then on Fridays we did soul cycle together we did like the 6 a.m because you know living in New York is insane you do shit like that and now oh my god I'm gonna I'm cry I'm gonna have tears in my eyes and like you know just a couple years ago like V had a baby and then we did that same walk 
and we were remembering when we were living, you know, and I wasn't even her roommate, but like we lived so close that it felt like it. And we were remembering that we did that same route. So make those memories. You have your whole life to live alone and do all that shit. But this is like, you're 22. Like, like, please play Welcome to New York by Taylor Swift and like dance around your apartment and rejoice because this is going to be amazing. And I'm so excited for you and your roommates. I love you. <laughs> oh, wow. I miss it. I miss it, you guys. But I saw something the other day that really I liked, and you know how desperately nostalgic a person I am. Uh, and it said, nostalgia is, is a good thing. It said, it said, nostalgia shows that you're living a life that you're proud of and that you're grateful for. And I just love that reframe. I love that perspective shift because I'm always like, you know, shitting on myself for being such a nostalgic person. I think I'm lucky that in my job, I get to talk about my young life so much, but it really brings up a lot of memories for me. And, and I just love that perspective shift. And it just made me so happy. It's because I'm living a life that, that I'm really grateful for. So very cool. All right, let's take the next voicemail. Hi, Tinks. My name is Katie and I am a new listener follower, new meaning this summer. Um, in June, I guess, I think it was, I went through a really traumatic breakup. Um, my boyfriend um, of seven years um, went away to do, uh, to do like a show. He's an actor, but um, went away for five weeks to do a show and um, cheated on me the entire time. Um, wasn't, I don't think planning on telling me, but I found out because he was acting super weird when he got home to our home where we lived together. And I found, um, a card from this girl just basically saying she was in love with him and would do anything for him and was going to wait for him, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, I ended it. It was really sad, but it wasn't, uh, the first time I think it had happened. It was the first time I caught him. And wasn't the first time we'd broken up either. I had left him the summer before in 2021. And he um, won me back by saying he was going to go to therapy and promising me all this stuff and then ended up reverting right back to the selfish person he truly is. Um, I I guess my question is, how do I, I I'm, I'm very happy I got a great new job. I moved cities. I have my own beautiful um, little apartment now, very Carrie Bradshaw lifestyle. Um, how do I stop myself from comparing my who I am to this girl? Um, I find myself constantly wondering like what she has that I don't. And obviously I've social media stalked her, especially when it was happening because I had a bad feeling. Um, we're very different types of people. She's younger and definitely just like has a different energy than me. And a lot of my friends have been very good about being like, nah, she doesn't seem cool, da, da, da. But I don't think it should matter because I think, you know, I don't know that I should be focusing so much on her. Um, but like what he did was so shitty too, but also she had a boyfriend. Anyway, how do I just kind of like know in my heart that I'm better off and not continue to compare myself to her and compare what they have to what we have? Because obviously it's probably a mess from the start. Um, I love you and what you do. And I feel like you're um, my best friend chatting with me during my morning routine. Thanks for everything. Um, I'm so sorry that happened. That's so horrific. And being cheated on, especially with such a long-term relationship, is such a punch to the gut. And it's just, uh, let's back up. All right. First of all, about the girl. She's irrelevant. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I'm not shitting on her. 
I'm sure she has good attributes to her, um, but she's irrelevant to you, right? Because she has nothing to do with why you and this guy didn't work out really at all. Like if it wasn't her, it was going to be someone else. And he's just seems to be that type of person. You said it might have happened before. And and actually him being a cheater has nothing to do with you. And that's a very hard thing to to internalize. And anytime anybody gets cheated on, they're like, what did I do? What do I not have? Was it me? It's nothing to do with you. It's on him. And I don't really care what his issues are because you're rid of him now. Thank God you're better off without him. But it, it's 100% to do with him. It's nothing you did. It's nothing you didn't do. It's nothing you have or don't have. It's just his personality or internal trauma that he hasn't processed that this is the way he acts out or his narcissism. You know, he's an actor, so it probably is his narcissism. Like, it has nothing to do with you. And I want you to create a new neural pathway in your brain. And anytime you go to being like, I want to compare myself. First of all, control all delete comparison is the thief of joy. Second of all, I want you to say they have nothing to do with me anymore at all. And what happened to me has it was not my nothing that I did. You're a victim of circumstance. You're a victim of this guy's narcissism. And every time you think about them, I don't want you to think, hatred or whatever I want you to literally be like think of them just this in your past it's it's they're irrelevant to you and the longer you stay in the past and longer you stay in the why the longer the hurt will continue that's so key like you you have to give yourself that closure and anytime you go to reach for Instagram I want you to hear my voice in your head you are never going to find closure on Instagram like let's break it down and I'm giving you tough love here what do you think you're going to do? Like one day look at a picture and be like, damn, she's got double D's. That was it. That was what made him cheat. No, no, because it was nothing of that. And if it wasn't her, it would have been the next fucking girl. And I hate to say it, but it's going to happen to her too. I'm sorry. I, I, from the way you described him, I'm sorry. I can tell. I can tell. And for her, there's this phrase like how you get him is how you lose him. And she got him by cheating on her boyfriend with him cheating on you. So how do you think that's going to end? I'll give you one guess. And I'm not wishing ill on them at all. I'm saying when people tell you who they are, listen. I'm saying I'm so proud of you because you moved on and you moved to a new city and you're in a new life. But I am going to be strict about your mind share. I really, really don't want you to think about them anymore. And I know that's easier said than done. But I find when there's some like a difficult brain challenge like this, Get, crit get cr critical with yourself. Say, why am I doing this? Because I want closure. Am I going to find closure on Instagram? No. Where will I find closure? Through myself. Through myself. Through my self-esteem rising again. Through new friends, new job, new city, exciting new things happening to me. The freedom I feel. The, fr the excitement that I feel that someone is going to come into my life who's going to treat me better than this guy. That's what you got to focus on. I love you. Hey, Tinks. It's me, Caroline. I love you so much. I'm with my best friends right now. We're at Chipotle. Say hi, Grace. Hey. They don't know about you yet, but I talk about you all the time. We're um, sophomores in college, and we are just at our emotional support Chipotle getting our favorite burrito bowls, and I love you so much, and they're going to love you soon. I promise that. I just wanted to call to say hi. Um, oh, what am I supposed to give my name and my age? Oh, I'm Caroline, and I am 21. 
oh, I'm 20. Sorry. Love you. Bye. Hi, Caroline. Thank you so much for calling. I love when you guys call me just to say hi. Uh, hey, everybody needs an emotional support Chipotle. It's a very safe space. It smells good. It's warm. Uh, you can get delicious things to eat. You can steal a Tabasco. You know, there's a lot of things to do in a Chipotle. And I just, I just can't believe that I have, I'm going to be gushy for a second. I can't believe that I have like college girls listening to me. It's such an amazing thing. And I just feel a lot of pride but also a lot of responsibility and thank you for telling your friends about me we love word of mouth that's how I, I live on word of mouth baby so thank you so much that's so sweet take care of each other and take a lot of pictures in college love you okay let's take another voicemail hi this message is for tinks um i'm calling about a work crush that i have i work at a consulting company and recently went to a client dinner and really hit it off with one of the guys there um I added him on LinkedIn and he added me back and we also talked a lot about New York City because that's where he lives and my sister also lives there um, so I go visit quite frequently so my question for you is would it be weird if I messaged him on LinkedIn prior to going to the city um, just to meet up uh, I don't think we have any um, projects with this client at the time at this time um, but there's a possibility that we will have some in the future um, I just feel like we really hit it off and I kind of feel like I should shoot my shot, but I don't know if this is completely weird. There also might be a bit of an age difference. I think he is 30 and I am 23, but let me know what you think. I appreciate your advice always and thanks so much. Hi, uh, I think you should message him. I, I feel like, you know, it is, it is a little bit of an age difference, but I would be a hypocrite if I said that I didn't. Uh, date my boss when I was 23 and he was like I was 23 and he was like 36 so I would be a hypocrite and as long as you're safe and whatever whatever I think you should go for it I love hitting on guys I really love I love it I think it's powerful and I think it's fun and I think it's flirty and again as long as you're as you feel safe and good about it then great and you're going to visit your sister so it'll be fun um I really would love if you could try to find him on Instagram so you didn't have to message him on LinkedIn. However, if you do message him on LinkedIn, then uh, please make a joke about it. Be like, you know, this is really sexy way to ask you for drinks, but I can't find you. That's actually funny. Be like, I never thought I would be asking a guy out on LinkedIn, but you're really far to find on Instagram. So do you want to get without having been said, do you want to get a drink next time I'm in the city? And then he'll be like, yeah, oh, my God, of course. Like, haha, I don't have Instagram. Uh, do what, where do you want it? When are you going to be there? And you're going to be like, oh, well, I'm actually coming next week. It's so funny. And then you guys will go out and have a hot, sexy makeout and he'll be your New York boyfriend. Perfect. That's done. No, yeah, I think it's great. I, I think it's so powerful. I think especially now there's so much confusion with like dating apps and guys duh, 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 and all this stuff. I think it's so powerful to just shoot your shot. I really believe in it. And if he says no, fuck him. Who cares? Who cares? And I'm going to bring it full, full circle. If he does say no, which he's not going to, um, bringing it to the beginning of this episode, that means something really good is about to happen to you in guy world. So either way, it's a win. That's how you have to start thinking about stuff, guys, is like either way, it's a win. You get ghosted. Perfect. More room for other guys and got, got that loser out of the way. Um, your friend cancels on you for dinner. Great. You can stay home and watch Grey's Anatomy and order food or whatever. Everything. It, it's a win win. 
It's, it's the best way to be. That's not toxic positivity. That's just a lot of years of therapy that have helped me. <laughs> um, okay, guys, that is our show. You've been listening to It's Me Tinks almost live exclusively on Radio Andy. Remember that live AMA is every Wednesday, 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. And you can listen to this episode anytime on the SiriusXM app or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, if you're enjoying the show, tell a friend like our good friend Caroline at Chipotle who is telling all her friends about me. That's a nice thing to do, you guys. I would love that. Um, I will see you back on Friday. And listen, I'm really enjoying all of these follow-ups. So if you called into the show, maybe you've DM'd me, we've talked before. I want to know how you're doing. I want to know how it all panned out. You can always leave me a voicemail at 866-993-8267 or email me, it's me tinks at SiriusXM.com. I'm all ears all the time. I love you guys. Bye. My fingertips on your skin And the way that I kiss is taste Sweet about the drinking Kohler Smart Toilets introduce a new standard of design and cleanliness, sculptural forms, intuitive technology, and total personalization with integrated warm water cleansing, heated seats, and warm air dryers. For peace of mind and convenience, there are touchless lids, seats, flush, and a self-sanitizing bidet wand. Now you can even use voice commands with Numi 2.0, featuring built-in Amazon Alexa. Explore the complete lineup at Kohler.com slash smart toilets and discover what you've been missing. Starting is everything when it comes to fitness. You guys know I took a big break from working out last year because it can just get to be too much sometimes. And then it can be very scary to start again. But with Peloton, Peloton helps you start no matter what level you're at. And that's why I love it because I, I do start from zero quite frequently. And that's okay. Wherever you're starting, there's thousands of classes to get you moving. Whether that's beginner or advanced rides, feel-good live DJ rides, or artist-themed rides, they've got something for you. Peloton bike instructors keep you motivated from day one. They'll show you the basics, help take the guesswork out of your workout, and encourage you to build from there. Peloton entertainment keeps you moving. Watch your favorite TV shows and live sports as you ride, perfect for those days when you don't want to miss a thing. Wherever you're starting, get moving with a Peloton bike or Bike Plus rental at www.onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Terms apply.